Hi, I'm Allison Brown, and I'm joined with my twin, Austin Brown. Hello. And I'm interviewing Austin because even though we are very close as twins, I think there are some things I don't really know about him yet. I agree. I think I could get to know you a lot better. Well, (laughs) the first question that we decided upon was, Austin, when you're upset, would you rather have (coughs) space to... Like, gather your thoughts, or would you want attention to help someone, or to have someone talk to you about it? Um, I think it just kind of depends on the situation or what I'm upset about. Like, if it's something real personal, I probably want some more space. But, like, if it's something that, like, people know about, I guess I could, like, want attention more just so that people can, like, I guess understand, like, where I'm coming from. And, like, I guess understand my situation. What about you? Um, yeah, like you said, it kind of depends on the situation. Like, I know if it's something personal that, like, just I have to deal with, I definitely want space to kind of sort out my own thoughts. But if it's something, I don't know, that, like, happened at school with another person, then I definitely (coughs) would like to talk to, like, mom and dad or you about it, depending on kind of, like, what the situation was. All right, and then kind of going off of that, um, what helps you get through your day, like, through, like, your average day, I guess? Um, probably the fact that if I were to have, I guess going off of, like, if I were to have a hard day, what gets me through that, probably knowing that it'll be over in a couple of hours, and I know... Like, the feeling's only temporary, so if I know I have a busy day with school and work, and, like, if I have volleyball that day, I just know as soon as I get <coughs> done with it that I'll be done for that day. It'll be over soon. So, what helps you get you through your day? Um, I think just whether whether it's, like, a bad day or a good day or whatever that, like, as long as I, like, can come home and like talk to my family and talk to my friends kind of like what you said that they'll just kind of help me get through my day like no matter what's happening and like with school ending soon I kind of feel like I'll have to rely more heavily on like my family like you and like Bailey and mom and dad and stuff like that just to like help me more so well do you think like during the summer you'll stay in contact with a lot of people from school like if you're like having a rough day if you want to hang out or do you think it'll be more like close-knit friends and family um i kind of feel like i'm gonna hang out with my friends more this summer than like i ever have before just because i feel like this year for some reason i've kind of grown more relationships with people and we have our own cars now yeah so. And, yeah so that's gonna be nice and then like i feel like it'll be more like hang out with family because i feel like like in past summers i haven't really like connected with you guys as much as i'd like and I haven't, like, spent as much time with you guys. And then, like, I feel like there's more activities now that we can both drive, that we can, like, do, and, like, new experiences that we can, like, handle and, like, go through, I guess. Yeah. I guess. Um, so, next question <coughs> is, what is something about life that you feel people don't appreciate? Like, something smaller, I guess. Um... I kind of feel like people don't appreciate, like, I guess how nice people can be. Like, 
I feel like everyone looks at life and they like think that people are like so bad and like no one is ever nice to them and stuff like that. Like they always look, they always look at like the bad part of people and they're really like the good part. So like I feel like maybe people being like the slightest bit of like nice, I guess, like the littlest nice things that people can do, like actually mean a lot to people and it can like get them through their day like we talked about before. Or, like, it can just help people get through, like, any tough times that they, like, had, I guess. Do you think you do that to other people? Like, kind of not see the bad in them, but maybe judge them a yeah, little bit? Yeah, I feel like sometimes, like, I'll look at people and, and, like, I'll be real quick to judge them. Like, if someone, like, makes, like, a dumb mistake, maybe they're just, like, having a bad day and, like, they didn't really think it out. So, like, whenever I'm, like, trying to be, like, nice to people, I always think about like, what kind of, like, day they might have had, and, like, like regardless of what my day's been like, I could be, like, hey, if I'm nice to you, then maybe that'll make your day better, and then maybe you'll, like, reciprocate, and then be nice to me, too. Kind of like a chain reaction. Yeah, basically, like, if, like, if you're in a good mood, then, like, you'll put the whole room in a good mood, and then that'll just make, like, the whole atmosphere happier. Yeah, I remember reading this one thing where it was, like, if you see a person and judge them automatically, like, your first thought that you have of the person is what society has trained you to think about them. Yeah. And then the second thought, like, if you question your judgmental, like, ideas, then that's what you truly believe in. So your first thought is not always the first judgment that you have of people. It's just what you've been trained to think. Yeah. So it's maybe, like, not trust your gut. Yeah, kind like of. Like, everyone, like, always tells you to. Yeah, like, kind of be your own person. and Maybe kind of, like, back up and, like, think of other people's point of view. Yeah. Like what we learned in English this year. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess our next question is, what is the most worthwhile goal you can dedicate your life to? Um, well, that definitely <coughs> will vary from person to person. But probably what I believe the mo- most worthwhile goal you can dedicate a life to would be to kind of like cherish every moment that you have and always be working to improve on yourself not just like go what with everyone thinks you should do always be thinking for yourself as much as you can trying to improve yourself and then I don't know just try and be happy with what you have and just be content with life yeah I agree because like what we were talking about before like the littlest like things you do to make someone's day could like make your day so like that kind of thing is like maybe during your life i guess like make other people feel better and then that'll make you feel better about making them feel better but it'll also like cause them to maybe treat you in a different way that like makes you feel better about like your whole situation i don't want to say like changing or like changing someone else's life but maybe trying to make the world a better place and if you can make life better for at least one different person try and do that or if you can even help someone in the smallest way like i don't know do something for them then maybe that'll change the whole outlook on life yeah because like then maybe like for example like the next day if they saw someone having like a bad day or something like that then they'd be like hey that person helped me yesterday so maybe i should help them and then that just keeps going on yeah. All right. Um. Next question is, which do you believe should come first in life? Your family, your friends, 
a significant other or yourself? Um, I definitely think that yourself or you should come first because I feel like if you put yourself first, then that'll make people like kind of vibe off of you. I guess like grab the energy from you. Yeah. And then like family, friends, and significant others will like come with that basically to the point where like, I guess they'll like understand that you're like treating yourself nice and they're like, man, that puts me in a good mood. <laughs> um what i believe i I guess i'm gonna like kind of rank them in a way i agree with you that yourself should come first mostly because uh like you're with yourself all the time you can't get away from yourself so you might as well like be nice to yourself and always think about improving yourself and <coughs> kind of like checking in on yourself to make sure you're doing the right thing and treating yourself kindly. And then, um, I guess I would have to say family would come next. Because, again, they're with you more than your friends would be with you. And then probably friends because they'll get you through hard times. Maybe in a different way your family or even yourself could. Because your family wants what's best for you. So they might always not always be honest with you. But friends, they'll tell you the hard truth to make sure you're like on the right path in life and then significant others I guess it just kind of depends like who that person is and how they treat you because family friends kind of will treat you the same in all situations um I saw this one neat thing the other day that was like it was like no one really knows the actual you because Everyone has, like, their own, like, specific image of a person. Yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah. So, like, it's kind of weird to think about that, like, no one really knows you or, like, what you're thinking about and stuff like that. even strangers have a different perspective of you, like... Like, someone could see you as, like... The guy that ran out in the middle of the street or or something. the guy that tried to, like, stuff a smoothie into, like, a garbage can at McDonald's, but the garbage can was too full. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, that happened earlier today. Yeah. You know? So, like, no one really knows you for you, so, like... You really have to, like, put yourself out there and kind of show people what to think instead of just letting them be like, hey, that person is, like, an idiot because he tried to stuff a smoothie into a (laughs) McDonald's trash can. I also saw this other thing where (coughs) it said what you put out into the world is what you get back. I don't remember exactly where I saw it, but it's one of those things where if you're only exuding, like, positive energy or positive acts, I guess, then the world will reward you in a way and kind of, like, send maybe nicer people your way or, like, something good will happen to you. All right, um, the next question. Would you rather know when you die or how you die? Um, I don't know. I've seen this question a lot, and I feel like I changed my answer a lot (coughs) because knowing when you die, I feel like you would always be not looking forward to the date like in a good way but like looking towards it and being like oh I have 27 years left I need to get this this and this done and I guess that could help you maybe be a better person or maybe be more reckless because you know when you're gonna die so you know like a timeline of what you need to have done in your life by then so is that the one you pick when I don't know I think I would probably pick 
how you die. Yeah, I'd pick how for sure. Because Cause like I would hate to have the thought of that always hanging over me. Well, heck, like if if you know how you die, like you could if just, you drown. No, like if it's like getting hit by a bus, you could just chill in your room until a bus comes into yeah, your room. Like, no, it's not like a bus is gonna fly through the side of your house. Like are you kidding me? Or if you drown, just but if you know avoid when, water. If you know when, then you know it's gonna happen. Yeah. So like you could just sit in your house and then like your your whole entire house just collapse because that's how you die. That's or, when. That's when you die. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like it's more like twice as avoidable if you know how instead of when because when literally anything could happen. Yeah, but if it's how you die, then you won't know when. But just yeah, but you know it'll happen. But you'll know, okay, but you'll know how if you know that you're gonna <coughs> die by drowning. Are you gonna avoid water for the rest of your life? Yes. Like it'll still be inevitable because that's how you die. <sighs> so you can't. <laughs> Shut up with your logic. You can't avoid it. So either way kind of sucks, but, but I, it would have to I'd be a rather... common way. Because like like I said, getting hit by a bus, you, if you don't know when, literally just stay in your house the whole time okay. on the second floor. New question. So unless a bus hits a fat ramp, <laughs> there's nothing. If you know how you die, let's say hypothetically you were to die in a plane crash, okay? Okay. And you avoid flying <coughs> for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Does the way you die change then? Heck no. And you just can't avoid it? Because you already know where. You already know how. Yeah, but if you avoid plane so crashes. If you, well, it, well, or planes. A plane's going to hit you then. Because that's how it's going to happen. I guess I didn't specify how the plane crashes. You don't have to yeah. be in it. Logic, I, I like it. It'd be a very vague way if you knew how. Yes. It'd be like suffocation. It's like, oh, am I going to die like genie, <laughs> choking? It's like a genie question, you know? Yeah. Like, you gotta be real specific. Like <laughs> Alright. So my it's my <coughs> turn, right? Yes. Okay. So one of our last questions, we kinda wanted to tie it in to the book in a way, and it's a question we both decided we've had for I guess a while and just never really asked anyone. Um, if you had the chance to be <coughs> if you had the chance to be immortal, would you do it? So what do you think? Um, it depends, because if immortal means, like, you keep on getting older, but you just never die, like, that'd be gross, because then you'd just be like that one worm thing from Spongebob that sits <laughs> in the wheelchair. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I get you. Chocolate. <laughs> okay. But, like, I don't want to be like that, but, like, if I could just, like, stay how young I am, like, right now, then, like, maybe, because, I don't know, it'd be kind of neat just staying young forever. Yeah. But, like, then again, you would also, like, watch the people around you, like, die, because no one else is immortal, so, like... I don't know. Yeah. I also kind of feel like it's, like, what sense you're immortal in, because, like, if you're Henry, you relax, and then you just, like, all your cells just live on, and that's kind of lame. But do you consider that her living and being immortal, or just her cells being immortal? Uh, it's just her cells being immortal, but, like, I guess in a way, it's, like, her the, living on, Do you because... think the cells are her, though? Hmm? Do you think the cells are her, though? No. They're just <laughs> kind of her, because... They're part of well, her. They're, they're not, like, 100% her, but they're, like, like at least, like, 17% her. 17. I like it. Very scientific number you got there. Thank you. Um, (coughs) Great coffee. Literally? (laughs) Okay, so if I had the chance to be immortal, I don't think I would do it. Just because, like, what you said was if I'm immortal, like, if I stay, like, if I were to become immortal tomorrow and I just stayed 17 for the rest of my life and I just never changed. Yeah, I could... That'd be neat. It would be cool until all your friends keep aging. Until all your friends are, like, a million. Yeah. They're not gonna be a million because they're not immortal either. No, you. 
<laughs> so you would be immortal, but then you see all your friends and family die, and like, yeah, you can make new friends, but it's one of those, like, your family, you're not gonna get your family back after a while, because, like, you'll get great-grandchildren and whatever, but, like, your friends... They're gonna die before you. Yeah, like, you'll have to make friends with babies or something, <coughs> and just, to, like, get just the... continue to watch them die. Yeah, and it would suck, so... So you wouldn't want to be immortal? No, I think it sounds awful. Rough. Yeah, so... Well, like, isn't dying weird, too? Well, well yeah, though, but... you haven't died. Well, yeah... I don't really know how that's like. You don't know how dying works yet. No, that's probably a good thing. Unfortunately, if I if I knew how dying was, if I thought it'd be painful, maybe I'd be immortal. But heck yeah, I don't. As of now, since <coughs> I, since I don't know what since dying know is what like. Di- right, well, talk to me after you die. All right. All right, I'll let you know. Just let, let me know if you'd be immortal. All right. Um. So, those were the last of our questions. So I think that kind of wraps it up, doesn't it? Um. Maybe not. What was your what impact did this speech or not speech podcast it helped me learn it helped me learn more about you and like understand kind of your beliefs about people and about morals and all that stuff yeah um i think this podcast kind of helped me understand you a bit better and what you think is like good so basically what i said right well yeah like my morals and stuff yeah like what you believe in what you don't believe in kind of like I understand where you're coming from now, and I think it'll be easier to kind of <coughs> understand you going forward. And if you ever want to talk to me, I know Heck I can yeah. talk to you, and you can talk to me. Fist bump. Ow. That kind of hurt, didn't it? A little. <laughs> All right. So that kind of wraps up our podcast. Well, it, was, it was nice to get you to know you better. Yeah, you too. <laughs> yep. Good questions. <coughs> so, yeah. yeah. That's that. All right, I guess we're done. Yeah, bye.